Long past the hour for quitting labor, amid the smoke-filled haze of the south gate, the after-lodge crew continues to linger in the rubbish of the temple, under the watchful eyes of right-worshipful Grand Censor Bob. Not recognized nor endorsed by any grand or subordinate lodge of regular masons, irregular masons, co-masons, Canadian masons, or internet wannabe masons, they banter on as always. Puffing cigars, drinking stale coffee, making terrible jokes, studying agency law, spreading the intemperance and excesses of digital masonry, and generally disappointing all seven of their podcast subscribers. Do yourself a favor and stop listening now. Only trolls and masochists dare to eavesdrop upon this after-lodge banter. Welcome to After Lodge, episode number 69. Uh-huh. Did you just do a Frenchman laugh? It was poor. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Why are you encouraging him? Because it bothers you. I ain't fair enough, but... I, it's... To be fair, when you bother him, I encourage you. Okay. I mean, that's, that's Do fine. I not? I mean, I guess you do, but... Okay. I mean, what are you sacrificing in order just to, to, to aggravate me a little bit? Whatever it The takes. integrity of our lodge, the quality of our show, his like heterosexual said, identity. I mean, well, he, didn't sacrifice he sacrifices that. a lot for the show. He didn't sacrifice that. He gave that up willingly. Mm. He enjoys his freeness. Dude, it's fine. This, this joke goes nowhere. It, it, it went somewhere. We both, me and Harlan, both kind of chuckled about it. So it went somewhere. Okay. It got us a chuckle. And that's the whole reason we do this show anyways, to make each other laugh. I thought it was to yell and cuss at each other. We do that too. On that's, recording. That's second. That's second reason. We can do both. Yeah. Sometimes at the same time, which yeah. we've done before. Hmm. So uh, this is the first time in a while the whole gang's back together. I don't like this. No. You don't? No. Uh, I like the whole format where like somebody's always missing so we can talk about them while they're gone. I know. Let's all make fun of the chaplain this show. Oh, we're going to. It's kind of easy. Speaking of the chaplain, uh, we just had an incident before we started the sound check with my headphones no longer functioning. Dude, I know. You take a week off, you come back, your stuff's all tore up. My microphone was destroyed last week. Destroyed. He was specifically not warned destroyed. not to alter my stuff. He the broke my headphones destroyed, right. with, with his large melon. No part of it was destroyed. It still don't go in the case properly. The elevation of my chair was off. Wrong. He changed the elevation of your chair? Permanently, uh, just by sitting in it. I would imagine he had... No, I, the actually, hydraulics I, still work. I, actually, but. I did that while I was setting a secretary. I made the chair as high as possible and then would hit the little lever and spin in a circle while it went down going, Wee! He, he did that. The entire lodge, lodge meeting. Mm. It amused the worshipful master. Well, I mean, yeah, if you're amusing the master, that's that's yeah. all that really matters. It, it kept his mind off of, you know, lodge mm. business so that he couldn't really mess anything up. 
So our chaplain is aware that he did this, and I was unable to find his prayer books this morning. Mm-hmm. All of them. Every yeah. copy in the entire lodge. Yeah. They're all gone. Yeah. Mm. So he has hidden them somewhere, but I'm going to find one. Did you look inside his trophy? It has a compartment that opens. Yeah, there's a secret compartment. And that's you gotta, where like, he would keep them. It's like the Hellraiser box. Like you got to press it a certain way, and it'll pop open. Yeah. Mm. I did get an angry call from the uh, from one of the members of the board of directors of the social club. Yeah. Uh, about motions in the lodge tampering with with club or association property. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So there there will be. Uh, litigation to follow, mm-hmm. uh, just a heads up. Are you referring to the motion I made last meeting? I believe he is. Uh, I, I, I'm not at liberty to what say. What does that have to do? No, 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 no. Then the follow-up uh, motion by me to place said trophy in dumpster behind Walmart. All you need to know is that our social club corporation is now suing our lodge hmm. as an organization. Don't matter. I'm we occupy the same building. Out. We have the same members between the two organizations. Here's my so question. it's going to be really fun in court. You sue the lodge. How, how does that take place physically? Yeah. In the, in I don't the know yet. What, I mean, you sue the judge lodge. Like, what happens? Like, we just change our lodge name. Like, we're no longer this lodge. We're, we're now Pikeville Lodge number 32. No. See, the way it works at our lodge is we would sue the lodge, and then the lodge wouldn't have the money to satisfy the judgment, so the... Oh. Mm-hmm. Hard. I said it twice so last the sh- week. Social club. Yeah. So the social club would just cut a check to make up the difference, like it always does. Yeah. yeah. So you're basically suing yourself. Yeah. That's a lawyer thing to do. That is something that would make an. I get my thirty percent either way. From the eyes of so, a lawyer, everybody wins. Yeah. yeah. You sue yourself, and, and then that means the lawyer wins because he right. gets his cut. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He's the top of everybody. No matter who wins, he's still getting his cut. Yep. So Harlan. How was the happiest place on earth? <laughs> ah, it was interesting. It's not a place for a, a grown man really to do much alone, as as I suspected. <laughs> now I happen to know a gentleman who has a Mickey Mouse tattoo and is in love with all things Disney, and is happily married with no kids. I think he would enjoy Disney Nine quite a bit, and he's a grown man. Didn't say he wasn't a weirdo, <laughs> but he's grown up. Hmm. I think he would have loved to trade positions with you and be able to spend a week. And yeah, but see, that's that's just it. Is you didn't really spend the week at Disney because the conference started at like seven a.m. and then there's stuff going on till the evening hours, and you got to be up at seven a.m. again the next day, like to be there. So you don't you don't really have time to do stuff. People that go to these conferences will book extra days at the beginning or the end to do stuff while they're there. Yeah. But I just stayed for the conference, so yeah. I, I didn't. Did you go to McConaughey much. Lodge number thirty-two? I went to Spokane. Mo- right, I went to right, Mocana Lodge right. number three twenty-nine in Orlando. I did uh, Toucan Lodge. That's what it was. It was Toucan yes. Lodge. We were close. It was Toucan mm-hmm. Lodge. Inspired by the Fruit Loops parrot. Yes, yeah. I had a good time. I was a. Uh, I like those guys. I go see them usually every time I'm in Orlando. They were doing a Master Mason degree. I got roped into doing. A part in their master mason degree, which is much different than ours. It's like that in just about so every state. It's the part from that, every other state. The part that I I got asked to do was a part that I do here. Does does theirs have some type of like Cuban lawyer character? I, I, for some reason, I picture if you're going to Florida, does Florida man make an appearance in their degree? How else would it be if Florida man is like one of the bad guys in their degree? 
That would be incredible. Mm. He comes in on a gyrocopter. I don't think you could let him in the lodge, though. No. Florida Man. No, They're it's very... somebody playing Florida Man. It's not the real Florida Man. Oh, it's Florida not the Man. actual Florida Man. They're very like a... hands-off <clears throat> with, with their with their approach. Um, oh, well, the Florida Man couldn't do that. Florida yeah. Man would be... And also... He'd be jacking shit up, stuff up. I got asked to do this part because I said I knew it, because uh, I do. And here it's like one of the largest parts in our in our second section. Like, it's, you know, one of the big ones. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, no problem. I, I could do that for you guys. I mean, it'll be a little bit different, I'm sure, because I'm from, you know, the other side of the country. But uh, I'll give it a shot. Come to find out, after going outside and trying to brush up and remember all this, because I hadn't done it in a while, that in Florida, that part has Home zero Florida, That part has zero lines. At all. None. You said nothing. Nope. Well, I guess you did know the part then. It was very difficult. So you did know the part. That's good. Yeah. So do they look they at you weird when they were like, can you play this part? And you were like, like yeah, I know but we that. have to go remember my lines, though. Well, I mean, there's there's like, they need somebody that knows it because of the footwork. And so mm. that footwork. was similar. But It's, it's like, like Taekwondo. Yeah. You just got to know where to be and when to be there. But otherwise, you're just a prop. I was going to say flash dance. But, you know. mm. but it's okay. I was right Hotel worshipful stick up their flop. Mm. Or right worshipful Prop, flop, whatever. I'm, I'm very. You're tired. Bob. You're both. Um, yeah, down there, uh, Grand Lodge officers of my station are, in fact, right worshipful, like Bob, mm-hmm. instead of merely just oh, worshipful. We didn't introduce anybody. That's Harlan. No, I'm we Jason. Didn't. That's, That's weird. Bruce. What up? Nah, it doesn't matter. We haven't been together. They'll figure it out. So, uh, other than that, uh, your time on the Disneyland property. I have to ask this just because I'm that guy. Um, mm-hmm. Did you bet a princess? Did you conquest a king's daughter in the happiest place on earth? Did you slay any dragons? Or I'll, that, but I'm more concerned about the first. I love that, my that wife. That was to get to the princess. I know you do. <laughs> Who listens to the show? Yeah, I know. Dude, it's a princess. It doesn't count. Plus, you were in like oh, a right, kingdom. She's Your wife would understand. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I didn't. She's not Sorry. real. No. Nah. Look. Me and my wife have, have a like a list. Princesses are definitely on there. I don't even have to call and ask. If she's a princess, yeah. I can totally do it. The problem is the general distaste I have for royalty, so... Yeah, but then uh, you would be one. Your distaste is you're not one. If you properly bet a princess, you become royalty. Hmm. Hmm. You marry into the family. distaste is rooted in just the fact that there is such a thing. Yeah, but this is make-believe, Harlan. This isn't now. You're not mm. going to sleep with the Queen of England. This is like Jasmine oh. and Ariel and Mulan. <laughs> Mulan wasn't a princess. I really just wanted to sit here and see how many Disney princesses you could name. Tinkerbell. No. Does fairies count? That's a mythical no. creature. Oh, well, if we're talking First about of all, fairies. she's that big. You use that thing Giggity. from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and Honey, I Blew Up the Kids, which is also a Disney movie, <laughs> to just make her bigger and then smaller again. Okay. No, no, I or like you her. I, like, I was going to say, make yourself smaller. That would be more... I like her the way she just is. Just parts of me. It's just fine. <laughs> That's terrible. It's a directional shrink ray. That is... Just, you mm. got to do like a third. Okay, or... we got to be careful with all these Disney <laughs> trademarks. Like... So... One of the... One of the things like the group that was organizing the conference had to deal with was the 
there's like this Venn diagram that was like a prominent slide in, in one of the big presentations. I won't bore you with the details of it, but you know, there's like the big circle in the middle and then the two circles on the sides and they kind of overlap. We're aware of what a Venn diagram so, is. Well, but sometimes it's just two circles. There are three in this case. Okay. The two on the outsides are smaller. So they thought to be slick because the conference is at Disney, they would move the two circles on the side both up towards the top to make the outline of, of the Mickey the ears, thing. Yeah. Just to be funny. Mm-hmm. They put it up on the website. Disney lawyers were on the phone with them in less than half an hour, telling them to take it down. Nice. So we we can't be talking all these That's Disney just three trademarks. What, all Disney we're, doesn't all, play around. All we've said is like first names. Surely they don't have a trademark on Jasmine. Uh, they probably do. It's Disney. Princess. Like they they don't they don't play around. <laughs> they own the word princess. <laughs> in fact, they are so good at marketing and brand control that when I got there, I was not issued a room key. I was issued this thing called the Magic Band, mm. which is like an RF chip that goes on your wrist. Those, oh, yours went on your wrist. That's and where mine went. Mm. It's it's kind of creative that they did it because you can you can pay for food and stuff with it by Same. using it on their POS system and so on. But it's piece of so, but they turned it into this like collector's item where you got to request the one you want ahead of time and try to collect the different colors. And there's little pins you can buy at the gift shops mm. to like stick on them. Mm-hmm. Leave it to Disney to turn a room key into a marketing ploy. At You're way too impressed with this. For the I'm, I'm impressed by how tightly they control their brands and also terrified because we're talking about their brands. So did you ride the monorail? I did not. I rode a shuttle bus. Did you ride the teacups? No. Space Mountain? I didn't ride anything. You never step foot in the actual. Did you park. ride the no. men in black game where you ride around in the thing and shoot aliens? No, with I, a I, gun I, mounted I, I went it. to no parks. Did you ever wear? And and now you have to be honest. What? Like I, I'm demanding you be honest. Was there ever a point in time during the time you were in the happiest place on earth that you wore a pair of mouse ears? That's a yes. I'm actually thinking on this one because yeah. I was going to. I can't remember if I did or not. No, mm-hmm. he's. Yeah. Th- this is a yes. Yep. He knows. Yeah, and there's a picture of no, it I somewhere, didn't. and I didn't. I'm gonna find it. No mouse ears. I had one of those weird hats that's like the top of Goofy's nose or whatever, and it like it's the brim of the hat. And it looks real silly because you got. Yeah, like, I know what you're Goofy. talking yeah. about with the ears. Yeah, yeah, I wore that instead. It's the one of the social dinners, and they had like a big thing out front with ears and all that other stuff. That's those why are I was free because those things in the park are normally no. Like 50 I mean they're bucks. they're for they're for the photo stuff. You put them back. Like oh, gotcha. Yeah, and that's why I was trying to think. Did I wear ears or it was a long night? No, I wore the goofy hat. So uh, anything else ears. exciting happened to you? Because there was something mm-hmm. you started. No, 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 I told you to save it. Oh yeah, there's there's the bar fight. Go on. That was, uh, that was a thing. How do you not lead with that? Oh, it's the happiest well, place on earth. How could it not have bar fights? Well, of course, it's got bar fights. Right, so... It has bars. There right. will be fights. Yes. And it's Florida. The conference ended on Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't leave to Wednesday, so I thought, okay, I can have a little bit of fun tonight because I don't have to be at this conference in the morning. Yeah. So I uh, go down at the resort I was staying at. Uh, there's like this Laguna-type bar down by the lake. So I went down there and kicked Laguna-type back. Laguna-type bar? Yeah. Um, Maybe not worldly enough, but I don't, I don't understand what I don't it would really be. Really, no. It's is. like a it's a it's floating. A, oh, okay. Just a free floating bar. Oh, that's cool. It's like a barge party, something like it. that. Anyway, so I go there, and I uh, 
I, I have a couple drinks, yeah. run into some other people from the conference, cool. and so we're hanging out, chatting. Talking the to bars, the lawyer. The bars at Disney, like, most of them close at 11 p.m. Well, that's lame. Yeah. But the one inside, like, at the lounge, didn't close till midnight. Ooh. So, of course, when this bar closed, we all got up and went inside. Of course. Now, this place is already packed. Now, because it's Disney and it's huge, there's, like, a bunch of other conventions happening at the same time. So there's some kind of like international cheerleading competition that was going on. Hot. Some kind of food safety Not as hot thing. That, so all these people are in this lounge. Uh, it's kind of loud. Now normally, when I do go to a bar, which isn't often, I'm cognizant of what's going on and I sit close to the door because bar fights are one of the most pointless Head things. Head on a swivel. Keep a lit cigarette in one hand yeah. and a whiskey glass in the other one. I mean, it's just they're so pointless. Like, nobody ever knows how a bar fight started no. or what you were fighting over. It, the whole place just erupts in the fight, yeah. and somehow you're in it now. Yeah, so I didn't do that here because I was at Disney. And I'm thinking, okay, I'll just sit wherever. The only place they had was in the back of the bar, and it was like the furthest place from the door. Mm. Next thing I know, uh, there's a bunch of Australian guys there. One of them's an older gentleman. Oh, no. And there's Australians this... Australians causing trouble mm-hmm. everywhere they go. Be real nice. We got a package from an Australian this oh, okay. Week. There's this there's this really hot lady that was one of the cheerleading coaches that's of like course. thirty something years this guy's junior, but of that's his course. wife, right? Oh. Good so on then, him. then we have these these Joyzy boys. Oh no. Like stereotypical This is, this is the perfect, this is the perfect storm. storm. Yes. Yeah, like stereotypical big haired douchebag Jersey boys. Oh god. They're they're trying to pick up this guy's wife. Of course. Why wouldn't so you? So all these other Aussie guys. As best I can gather. Let me let me stop you here, Harlan. Yeah. Like, have you had the pleasure of being around in close proximity while someone's trying to pick up your wife? Yeah. Does it ever bother you? Because it's yet to really like make me want to fight the dude. Like, I'm just laughing. I'm like, dude, you're just wasting your time. No, Keep but on going. she's also drink, so I don't have to. She's also up. not like 30 years my junior in a bar. Oh yeah, well, that's a, a good point. Of, like, so yeah, yeah, he's got sensitivity issues there. I guess, but he wasn't doing all the standing up stuff. It was all the like guys that were there with them. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, uh, hang on, let, let me stop here and, and sidetrack to Bruce. Now we don't know this story because right? he refused to tell it till we yeah. were on the air. Well, we kind of insisted. Yeah. Um. So, so far we have Jersey uh, Shore douchebags. In, in one corner. Yeah. Uh, like siding up against Australian uh, Crocodile Dundee gentlemen. In the other corner. Yeah. We, now, now, if you'll recall, in the perfect storm, the storm was coming from three different ways. Yeah, there's a yeah. third direction. Yeah, I'm I, sure I really wish probably we is. had... Oh, okay, well... So far, but I'm saying, now, who would you <clears throat> think would win in this square off? My money's on the Australians all the way. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So, we can't place a bet here, we'll... So see the third fraction. Yeah, let's let's we 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 got to get all the contestants. If the first. third fraction's like people from actual Sparta, then then I was, we, I was yeah. thinking I was hoping no. like UK hooligans. But yes. Oh yeah, actually you hit the nail on the head. Soccer Holy hooligans shit. were there. I don't know if they were there for soccer, but it's oh a bunch of British guys. Like Man, somehow, oh my God. that's so awesome. Somehow this British chick was into it with with somebody else over there. You what, I, mate? I'm not really sure how the Brits got involved because I'm over at the back side of the bar. Saw like the Aussies, and they were like, "I yeah. just, I just caught this as stuff was about." Hey, to it's rush, our shitty cousins, right? right? I hadn't been paying that much attention. So now there's like this three-way international standoff going on in this little bar in Disney, and by represented the t- by the best of all three countries, I'm sure. Yeah, just the top of the cream of the yeah. crop. Just judging by the Jersey assholes. So I love it. So of course, at this time. 
everyone's going for the door, so I'm trying to go for the door as well. Turns out everybody was going out the door because I guess they were going outside to fight. Hmm. So oh, so you got caught in in when I walked them out the door out to fight. When I got out the door, I had one of those kangaroo jockeys jumping on my back. <laughs> so we took a tumble in the sand. You, um, oh my god! You know what I just now realized? I don't know, but if that, Harlan's that, that's in a, a T-shirt for sex, go ahead. If Harlan just is in a T-shirt with his hair the way he wears it, with that skin tone, he looks like a Jersey boy. If you don't know accents, you probably think he's from Jersey. That's I, why I it happened. That. No, it, I could see that it, it happened because everybody got drug in. But nice try. I totally see this. That's mm-hmm. why. That's yeah. why he jumped on your back. He's like, look at this. So look at this he probably started with speaking with the accent hair. once he thought they were like the biggest gang there. So he wanted oh, to like get yeah. in with them. I would never have sided with Jersey Boys, hmm. even if there were twenty of them and two of something else. I would be on the other side. See, here's where you messed up, is you were trying to flee the scene. Now, if I'm sitting here and I'm getting ready to watch this this world clash of cultures yes. come out, mm-hmm. I'm lighting up a cigarette and enjoying my whiskey, and I'm just fending them I, off I, when they I get close. Like, if you said to me, name three opposing groups of dudes who could fight, and it would be an awesome fight, I would name those three groups. I mean, I'm watching this. I'm not yeah. leaving. I don't want to vacate to see this. Scene. Well, I mean, that was I'm the watching. plan until I got drug into it. But it's not as exciting as it sounds because it was less than 60 seconds after that that the Mickey cops show up. Mm. Were they wearing ears? That's a good question. No, but it's better than that. The and Mickey cops hang on, hang, hang and, and on, ears. He's skipping, he's skipping a large yeah. part of this, what's, this what's, fight. Where, now, okay, so you go out the door. Now, when this dingo's stealing your baby. The cops show up is here. What happened between that time? This dingo's stealing your baby hops on your back like a, like I don't know, like a jockey, I guess, is your implication. Yeah. I mean, it was more like a, an attempt to tackle somebody that didn't go down as easily as he'd hoped. But yeah, no, no, they have hard heads, dude. I've I've seen them headbutt people no, before. No. This guy was drunk. He was more drunk than me. So, <laughs> like so you're admitting power. you were drunk? Not to excess. But have you I ever was felt somebody so drunk you felt like you were in the Matrix? You were just like dodging the punches, like <laughs> wow. That was a little bit like what this was like. So I don't want to overplay my involvement, but. The Mickey cops show up. The Mickey cops have these hats they wear. They're like police hats, like like the ones with the little bill, like a sea captain type hat. Okay. Except they're oversized. <laughs> and, and there's like, like the big... Like humorously oversized? Yes, yes. And so you, you can't take them seriously. But they showed up, and of all things, an air horn goes off. That'll stop a bar fight, It dude. did. I never even thought about that. That's, it, every bouncer in the country should have one of those It stopped it horns. cold. And then in this very paternalistic, like, you stupid kids kind of tone, they told us to go back to our rooms. <laughs> so we did. Everybody minded. And so then, the next day, I woke up thinking about how much of an underreaction there was to that entire event. Because, you know, if that happens at the bar down the street here, yeah, there's going to be like jail. 30 police cruisers and dogs and shots fired. It's, it's going to oh, be crazy. Like anybody that's outside of the bar at that time yeah. who could have possibly been in that fight is yeah. going to jail. Like everybody's going to jail. I, here. I yeah. thought I was going to Mickey jail when it first happened. Because I'm like, crap, now I'm involved. I'm going to Mickey jail. But no, they sent us back to our room. So I went back to that same lounge to have lunch because they have a flatbread pizza I really liked. And I'm talking to the waitress there. And I say, it was kind of crazy in here last night, wasn't it? She looked at me kind of sideways and said, no, not, not really. 
And so I come to find out that this is like an every night thing. Like there's there's of just course. bar fights. At Disney. Like people from all over the world are at Disney World every day. Like yeah. there's not a day Disney World's closed and people from all over the world are there and anytime you have that many cultures there with alcohol in addition to the fact of the high stress level they're all in because they've been with their screaming kids for 12 hours straight just put them to bed and they're like i want to have a beer and wind down and this asshole from australia is in my face but that's trying to consume enough alcohol so there's still a little buzz tomorrow when they got to get up and go back explains why the mickey cops were uh were just so they they were just more annoyed than than anything. Like, here we go. We got to do this yeah. again. That is ingenious about the air horn though, because well, they're well practiced. They break up a bar yeah. fight like every night. Every bouncer in the country should now try that. I mean, it's a good idea. Like it'll work for like three years to everybody becomes accustomed to every time a fight breaks out, there's an air horn. Then they're just going to ignore it. It's like, oh, it's air horn time. Keep fighting. I feel like most of these people at Disney though aren't professional bar fighters, so like they wouldn't be used to it. I agree. Yeah. These aren't the type of people that I'm you would like find you in the local one bar. Every Their tolerance for air horns very low. Yes, Jason's talking about people with a built-up tolerance. Oh, oh, for like, like regular bars. And yeah, stuff. like we gave them out oh. in every bar. Like it would work for like six no, dude, months, and they would start phasing it out. I at the time it happened, I would rather they have hit me with a baton than oh, use yeah. that air horn. No, that, like, yeah, it hurts. Oh my god. I wasn't sure if my headache the next morning was because of the alcohol or or that air horn, and I'm pretty sure it's a ladder. That's awesome. Like it's. Yeah. So anyway, that's the big uh, the big Disney story. Who knew? Well, there was the one bar fight. No, 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 no. You're not going to tell that story. No, I found that story kind of fascinating. No. With your, mm, I hate you right now. I shared that story with you guys because I didn't want it on the air. No, I'm pretty sure That's, you said you were going to open with yeah, that story. Yeah, you said actually. you were going to no. talk about it. Yeah, no. you absolutely. I swear to God, you did. You said you were going to talk. about it. Definitely said that. Your like lack of sleep has addled your brain because yeah. you Maybe said you were going to talk about it. Okay, uh, you're mad at us for bringing it up, but you said like, I'm yeah, no. Tell if, this if you want to talk about it, it's fine. Look, but you I, definitely said I got back in town and then find out that like my grandmother's on her way out. So I was in a car yesterday morning. I missed the breakfast. I missed the pancake breakfast. Because I was trying to visit with my daughter before I got in the car and drove way, way out into the mountains. Uh, Saying that here means something. To go see them. Yeah. And then, uh, well, it takes a long time. It's like five hours. Yeah. If, if, if it's like sunny and you're making good time. Which on the way back, after I left at 1 a.m. this morning, I caught all those huge storms moving through and mm. was not making good time in the rainy dark. Storms and so. Sucked. Yeah, I got home. Speaking of which, at like I was seven a.m. I was at a Bruce made regular party last night, and we both had our cars in the parking lot. Uh, and there was a major hellstorm. I did not give it a a good major over. look over this morning, but I, I just kind of glanced at it as I was walking to it. I didn't notice any damage. I mean, I kind of put my head down on my hood and on the top. And I didn't see any big dings, but I haven't really. There was studied huge yet. hail. Last I know. Night. I ran into it. I, I have. Seconds. I have some good. Hill dings because I drove through it. Yeah, mm. we got home about seven. Then my daughter's waking up, so I spent some more time with her, and then, well, here I am. Welcome so I'm a little life, loopy. Buddy. That sounds like my average Saturday. Mm. Seems like you have a better time when you're out all night on a Saturday. That's that's very true. That's very so, true. So never an air horn <laughs> air horn oh, played though. Yeah, and my sister got married. That just got sprung on me while that's I was nice. out there. To a guy I, I don't know. Hmm? 
Well, I mean, I know him now. I met him, but uh, well, she's my half sister. Like we have the same mom. And well, you so knew they, half her family. They got all married and at the courthouse and whatnot, and just like no big deal. It's not a big deal. Where she comes from is not a big deal. Matter of fact, she was kind of a spinster for not being married by sixteen. There. <laughs> That's true. But you'd think that, like, I would have had some kind of heads up, and then you just get what blindsided by that. Like, well, what the hell? You're married? Hmm. She's, like, barely 20. Uh, That's too know. old where she's from. That is Maybe. That is way I guess too she old. was deciding that all the, all the good guys were drying up, so she better grab one. All right, well, let me tell you about my week. So, you know, Go I ahead. had the Black Death. Uh, the previous week. Then I'm in here and I'm doing a, a nice t- like two hour after lodge. It was a good show. Uh, yeah, it flowed really well. Was in here. He's over cussing because we're talking about a show he wasn't on. No, I'm cussing because well, I'm still trying to that fix show my. Been better if he was here. Let's be. I'm fair. still trying to mm-hmm. fix my chair. I'm sure he'd have found a way to slow down. The- I-, I leaned back my chair and it didn't have the appropriate amount of give because somebody adjusted the seat back. Hmm. Okay, that's what you um, get for leaving. So I do that show, and then I do the other show that me and Bruce do, like, right after that one. About 20 minutes into that show, my eye starts itching. And I'm like, hmm, that's weird. Uh, but, like, I'm thinking it's like an eyelash in my eye. And then uh, the other one starts itching. By the time we wrap up that show, I go to the bathroom, and I'm looking at my eyes, and they're, like, both, like, super red. And I'm like, oh, that's just because... Um, I've been rubbing them. Yeah, because I've been rubbing them. I don't see anything in it, though. And at this point, it feels like they're sand in my eyes, like, almost like welder's burn. And I'm like, hmm, this is weird. I don't know what the hell I've got in my eyes. <laughs> Maybe the smoke's, like, irritated my eyes. Maybe now I'm allergic to, like, cigarette smoke or something. Okay, you, now you're smoking your box. You don't have any regular cigarettes because you know that that's super loud when you put the leveler on. Mm-hmm. You just don't care. Okay. Yes. Um, so <laughs> um, I go over to a friend of ours who's a nurse house to pick something up, and she's like, oh, you have pink eye. Get the hell away from me. And I'm like, what? She's like, no, that's totally pink eye. And by this time, like, there's now film collecting on my eye and gunk where I, like, I have to wipe it with a bandana to be able to see out of it. Uh, so then I spent, went to the immediate care center and the doctor's like, oh, yeah, 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 that's nasty. You've got pink eye. Don't touch anything. Uh, you know, it's bad when the doctor's like, that's gross. Like, Get away even, from like, me. Like, never even put on gloves to come over and examine me was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. didn't yeah, have yeah. to. Yeah, you should just look in your eye because it's like, like gunk is actively just like holds up running. a mirror. Like, see that? Yeah, she's like that gunk. ain't right. She's like gunk is actively running out of your. I'm like, I know. I'm wiping out of my. Eye. I don't need to look at it. Like, I can feel it. It's my. Eye. It's happening to me right now. She's mm-hmm. like, yeah, get these drops fast. Go, 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 go. And so then I ask her. I'm like, well, am I contagious? Yes, very. It's like, when should I go back to work? When do you want to go back to work? And I'm like, when I'm not contagious anymore. And stay home. To, stay home. Like uh, through Wednesday. Just. Just so you don't, like, kill everybody. So your response was to come to our pancake breakfast? This was last week, buddy. I'm no longer contagious. I heard you were here. Yesterday. Yesterday. I was. Like, for the breakfast. I was. He just said he wasn't contagious as of Wednesday. Mm -hmm. You know, Saturday's after Wednesday. So why were you working yesterday? Four days later, he was probably still not contagious. I know. I wasn't contagious after Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Why did you not work yesterday? So that's what I'm asking, is why weren't you working yesterday if you weren't sick? Oh, because a girl at our office goes to the first day of a local institution that opened up yesterday for the spring, 
and she called me Friday and begged because the person she was supposed to be working for fell out. She called me Friday and begged to take the day off so she wouldn't have to go to Mailtown and be out there at 6 o'clock when she was supposed to be somewhere at 5. Like begged. Oh. So I took a vacay day for her. She'd have been out of there at a decent time. We had a good day yesterday. Yeah, but, you know, it's one of those things. Like, she's made all these plans, planning to be on a certain route that day, and then it falls through. And I'm I'm sorry that I asked. Carry on with your story. Mm-hmm. Well, that's it. I just got pink eye in both eyes at the exact same time. So, black death. Followed by poop pink eye. Pink eye. What, what color disease are you going to have next? I don't know, dude. Is there something else from the Middle Ages I could Blue get? Blue waffle. No. <laughs> It's got to be something from the Middle Ages. I'm thinking like <laughs> leprosy is probably next. It's probably today color. I've got the have, leprosy. It has to have a color word in it. Does it? I guess it does. Black death, pink eye. Yellow fever. There you go. <laughs> I've had that for a while. <laughs> you get it, Harley? Because uh-huh. people that like Asians, like, you say they have yellow fever. You get it? You understand? What is he doing over you, there? You see people that like Asians... You could say they have yellow fever. <laughs> Is that what you wanted? No, I think you wanted no. the French laugh oh. like earlier. <laughs> I'm very, it's a very bad French laugh. All right. Yes. So what's on the gang returns for the 69 whiteboard? The, you're making that up. The gang returns for the 69 whiteboard. That's not what that says. That's what it should say. Sir, you, you, you don't misquote my whiteboard. Oh, do we want to open uh Oh, yeah, let's do box? that. Um, let's do that first. Yeah, we got a package, and I feel like it's anthrax, so uh, worshipless, that's that's all you. Well, it's definitely somebody f- because it's addressed to Jason the Awesome Guy. Yeah, yeah. It's uh This this box is from uh, Wayne uh, from Australia. I'm not going to give out his last name because... An Aussie! Yeah, this may have been the dingo that was on your back the other day. Just so you know, that's not a knife. This is a knife. Kangaroo jockeys. All right, is it? Am I opening this? Yeah, right. yeah open it up. It producer slash producer. Cardboard box. It is a cardboard box of it maybe is. two feet by a foot and a half, and there is all kinds of stuff in here. All right, there is a book. Ooh. Aussie phrases down under. A oh. easy guide to Aussie phrases. That's that's now that's open to a good. random page here. Floating on ice. Would either of you gentlemen like to guess what that means? Uh, Tripping gonna, balls? No, hang on. No, I'm assuming if you're floating on ice, you are so high on methamphetamines, you don't even feel like your feet are touching the ground. That means you're drunk. That's what I just said. Uh-oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. How about... Foster's. It's Australian for beer. Not the full... No. Sheila. What does crikey mean? I don't know. Is that in there? What does off one's face mean? Oh, that's also going to mean drunk. I think most of these are about yes. how to say yes. drunk in Australia. That is awesome. It's just a book of different ways to say drunk. Uh, what are graveyard chompers? Horrible teeth. False teeth. Harlan gets it. Oh. All right, one more. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. What does uh, to climb the wall mean? To escape from jail? To cross the threshold? It means to go mad. Oh. All that's right. a good one. I Moving like that. Moving on. There is all kinds of... Candies. I swear to God, if there's Minties. if there's Vegemite in there, I'm whooping somebody. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> I can't say this. Oh my God! I can't. That's awesome. Just I can't say picture. that out loud. The picture is hilarious. So candies. All right. This is this is, a this snake. is creepy. <laughs> All right. These are gummy worms. These are some kind of these mint are things. Alan's Minties. Chicos. 
These are but Alan's killer pythons. Killer gummy, pythons? Gummy snakes. Did they're he really send worms. the snakes? It's Australia, so they're gummy snakes. Everything's bigger in Australia right. as far as the wildlife. And more deadly. Did anybody uh, notice the creepy kid shape on the yeah. thing? And yeah. they're, they're shaped like that. We could feed these to dingoes. Whole and they could eat awesome your baby. Aussie road signs. Sad face plus beer equals happy face. <laughs> uh, oh. What is that? Oh, there's a letter? Oh. You think oh. we should have started oh, with whoops. the letter? I didn't know that was it, it, was, there was, it was underneath the stuff. That's like Christmas. There's a letter we'll just, that said, Jason, uh, open this letter first. And it was we'll, underneath everything. Sorry. You, yeah, Here, Harlan, Harlan's going to read this. Why am I going to read it? It's addressed to you. This is a bag. Well, it's because everything was addressed to me. And yeah, maybe we shouldn't look at anything else until yeah. the letter tells us what Yeah, Harlan, open it. You're just reading the outside. There's other stuff. Well, there's I'm there. reading the instructions, which is something that That's one of us has to do. With your name on it. Hmm. Why, why do people send us? Maybe How did that, he get our maybe address? Maybe that came off of this. I'm going to take that. Ooh. You may be instructed to open that. Oh, my God. Yeah. You guys are never allowed to tell me I have pretty handwriting again. Damn, that man Jesus. writes good. Here, read it. This is addressed to Dear Brother Harlan, the After Lodge Sensation, Brother Bruce, Worshipless Producer, Brother Chaplin, Right Worshipful Grand Censor Bob, and last but certainly not least, Jason the Greater Sensation. Oh, listen to that, Harlan. Freaking kangaroo jockeys. Australia's got their head on straight, dude. Really? Yeah. All right, read the letter. Yeah. I have been a loyal listener of your podcast since October of 2014, and I wanted to show you my appreciation with a small gift. I only recently became a Freemason in February. Before initiation, I didn't know what Freemasons were like, but listening to your podcast proved to me that Freemasonry has a comical side. Oops. (laughs) Um, It helped me to feel confident to open up to my... My... I can't really... Dingoes. Kangaroos. <laughs> it Sheilas. looks like Jib... Oh, my Jibrody. future. Future. Australians have a weird F, I guess. My future brethren. And, of course, every man accepted me with open arms and a sense of humor. Thank God he was in Australia because yeah. he wouldn't have found that here. Yeah, probably not. Uh, I wanted you to know that your podcast is having a positive effect and that you also should ignore the haters of the show. We have haters? Oh, all kinds of them. There are some people out there that don't know their own mouths from their arse holes. Arse? He spelled it the Australian way. Nice. We have haters? Oh, tons. That's why I still do the show. Really? Just to make them angry, yeah. Where? Dude, we're like Howard Stern, man. Like, they listen to us more than the people who like us listen to us. Because they want to see what we're going to say next. Mm. Look at how many views we have on our subreddit versus how many people are subscribed to our subreddit. (laughs) Same thing with Facebook. Great. You can tell that from the large quantities of shit that come out of their heads. Hmm. It's a good point. That's that's a good Australian way to fair. Yeah. Okay. To show my appreciation, I sent you all a small gift contained in the red box, which you may open now. All right, do it. Opening it. I bought these from the United Grand Lodge of Queensland. I hope you like them. Shine some light over there. I'm opening the box. I swear to God, if a spider jumps out of here, (laughs) if it's an Australian spider with a billion babies on its back. Check it. An Australian spider wouldn't be big enough 
or small enough to fit in that box. It is a square with a kangaroo. Square and comes with a kangaroo in the center of this one. Now, see, if I had been wearing that yeah. Tuesday night, maybe I wouldn't have got jumped on by that. These are flat awesome. Pointed to the pen and been like, "No, I'm one of you guys. Stop." No, these are flat awesome. Yeah, crazy awesome. Oh, well, thank you. You've been like, I'm one of you guys. Look at the kangaroo. Thanks a lot. I have a kangaroo, man. You've been like, that's not a kangaroo, mate. That's a wallaby. That's <laughs> yeah. And then that's we get our nice. ass whooped. It's a it's a shibboleth. They're testing to see if we know what kind of animal it is <laughs> right, to know right. whether or not they hit us. All right. What were the other ones? Hang on, let me look. They, they're all the same. Oh, okay. They're yeah, awesome. Really one cool. for each of us, Bruce, because somebody was thoughtful. Yeah. Uh. I've also included a few minor gifts, such as the sweets. Those are these. And the road one, signs. This probably incredibly racist. I'm almost positive this could not be sold in the U.S., but... Yeah, that is, that, that is frightening. See, what I'm worried about is that you're right that they can't be sold in the U.S., and they're the most delicious candy I've ever ate in my life. <laughs> and then you'll be on black market sites on the dark net trying to order no. these... Then I'm trying to get Allen's a milk... candies. Yeah. Then I'm trying to get a milk route in Australia. Great. Uh, you may decide for yourselves which sign goes to who. Okay, well, Jason's the racist, so he gets those. What? No, we're all going to have to share these because I yeah, have to try them all. Yeah, we'll, we'll break it out on the table later. Uh, I've also included a few... Oh, wait, I already read that. Uh, uh, oh, and the book of Aussie slang, which, which we already opened, awesome. and I'm sure you'll find it hilarious. Give us, an, give us another one. All right. Come on, another random one. What's it mean to pull up your socks? If I say to you, well, I can't put it in context. Jason, that, pull up your socks. That means toughen up, dude. Does it have anything to do with contraceptives? No, it means no. toughen up. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, it means improve your performance. Yeah. So pull so up it your could. fucking socks. Put your poop in line, dude. We're messing up right now. Right. Uh, page two. Starting to look like my minutes. Yeah. In the nature of the show, I have sent each of you a gift which portrays a theme that may make each of you want to visit Australia. Jason, open yours first. Is there... Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, get the box, box back, back out. out. All right. These things? Uh, I suppose oh. so. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That was your name. All right, well, there's one for Bob. I'll set that over here. There's one for the chaplain. Who Bob, you want to get over today. here and open this? There's one for Harlan. I'm going to put chaplain's back in the box. I'm guessing that's yours because the name tag yeah, fell off. Yeah, the name tag it fell off. And this one's mine. So open mine first. He was what, not what, joking when he taped this what, up. What are these again, Harlan? What was the descriptor for them? These are a gift which portrays a theme that may make each of us individually want to go to the land of, of dingoes and wallabies. All right. Of beautiful Aussie girls. Oh. Okay. This is more to get my wife to go to Australia, actually. Yeah, February. Awesome. Look at that. Look at, I'm sorry. Very nice. Look at February, dude. That's worth an F word. I swear to God, if mine is the same as that one, but dudes, I'm going to Australia. All right, Harlan. Who's There's next? a lot of brunettes in this calendar. I, I'm liking this. Uh, we we found a blonde in May, but she's still attractive. Okay, we can't do this on the air. All right, yeah. Uh, Harlan, like, who's next? Like pant lengths are shortening. Things are getting bad. Look uh, at this travel tattoo on on July, dude. Mm, that is 
No. Tattoos I forgot aren't my you thing. don't like tattoos. He says that I jest, of course. I'm sure your lovely wife, Amy, is much more beautiful than any of these women. Hmm. Moving on, Bruce. Uh, you may open yours right. now. He did a hell of a job taping these. I hope it's dudes. I hope it's dudes. Mm. I hope it's dudes. <laughs> Sorry to disappoint you, but it is wildlife. Of Australia. Uh, I can actually see that. Bruce is kind of a wildlife kind of guy. I, I wish it were like deadly wildlife. Oh, there's a porcupine. <laughs> that hurt. There's a manta ray. You look like a manta ray, kind of. Koala. Right. Koala is your spirit animal, isn't it? Not pretty much. Yeah. yeah I thought I'm that a fan was of your, eucalyptus. You're hanging telling. out and eating, <laughs> swinging from a tree, just chilling, eating. Eating eucalyptus. Who doesn't love animals? We in Australia have a rich variety of animals in the outback. Also, interesting bit of trivia, Australia is the only country that eats the animals on its coat of arms. The kangaroo and the emu. Eats. Yeah, they mean they eat them. Like for dinner. They eat kangaroo? Yeah. Yeah, Sure, it's not like has... You'll find them on the menu of any decent restaurant. Now, I went to Outback Steakhouse like okay. a couple months ago. It's a decent restaurant. And I saw kangaroo nowhere on the menu. Decent. He said decent. So where can I go here to eat a kangaroo? Do I got to go to Australia? Yeah. To eat we a don't kangaroo? have much in the way of decent restaurants here, Harlan. Again, he's Which is kind of weird because we have a lot of restaurants yeah, Again, here. he's trying to get you to go to Australia. So you have to go there and eat some root now. Well, where else are you going to get your refill of this racist baby candy? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's only racist to oh. us because they don't have those over there. Right. They don't know what they are. Right. Bob, you going to go over here and open this or symbol, not? Like the snake or this. Uh, he says he's not going to talk. Here, you open Bob. He'll come open it. And then I'll open Bob, open your the dang comes. package. I, all right, Bob. I have not slept all night. You. I'm not dealing with this. All right. Jason's opening Bob's because. He's very intently Pretty looking. much worthless. Um, He's afraid it might have more girls in it and he can't touch it. Yeah, no. He'd, he'd be dirty then. Because then God will kill a kitten or something. Brisbane. It's a Brisbane counter, Bob. Yes. Uh, featuring, I, think it's, uh, I don't know, different sites around Brisbane. Yes. Bob, we have many oh, spectacular... Oh, there's one here to pull. Should I pull this page out, Bob, so you don't have to view Just women censor and... it. Put black tape over them. Okay. Many spectacular you, natural parts. sites here in Australia. They will literally leave you speechless. I see what he did there. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> that, is, that is the way he's going to do that. Because it's Bob and it's speechless. He never talks because yeah. he's stuck up and hateful. The problem, my good friend and kangaroo riding brother is you don't want bob in australia like all of that humor and good times that like you enjoyed when you joined the lodge and and prompted you to send us this this wonderful collection of gifts if bob comes to australia it will just all be soaked out the fraternal spirit will be gone in in, in a a one-week visit all of Masonry in Australia will look like the backwoods of Pennsylvania. We, however, would like Bob to go to Australia. Yeah, no, that, that would be here. great for us. We are going to try to persuade him, and you asked for it. Just, just fair. Or well. maybe we'll go to Australia, and maybe Bob won't follow. Maybe he can't be on a plane for like fifteen hours because of blood clots or something. Colostomy. Yeah. Uh. All right. So then, I guess we'll save Tony's for the next time yeah. he's on the show. We'll save the uh, chaplains. 
I'm sure it has something to do with art because he's an artist. It's more than likely pictures of churches from around Australia. That's what I'm guessing. Wouldn't those be Anglican churches? I don't know. Being in Australia? I don't know. Tony says they're not worshiping the real Jesus, so... Mm. Because they're backfire. Anglicans and King Henry and all of that. Um, I don't know. Ah, uh, Harlan. Oh, that's me. It's just going to be pictures of computers. <laughs> that's what it's going to be, just random pictures of computers. It's it's just going to be random chunks of uh, Australian law. Oh, oh <laughs> no. That'd be good. No, I don't think it is. <laughs> he read ahead. Quit cheating, Harlan. I need something to open this. There's a slot in the back where he left open for you to open. Yeah. In the in the middle. Yeah. It's somewhere around in there that there's not take. How did me and you manage this so easily? And Harlan's looking at it like a cat who has a cat treat inside of a cardboard box. All right, I want you to look at this light right here. The right, one light we have in the I'll room. I'll get it started for you. I do this for I do this for my kid too. And sometimes. I want you to see which way it's pointing. Could you show me where this hand slot that he left is? I'll do this like I do it for Calvin. Hand it to me. I'll get it started, then I'll hand it back to you. Oh, he's breaking out a letter opener. Oh. <sighs> well, that's all the time we have for today. Join us next week when Harlan tries to. Lodge. Join us next week when Harlan tries opening up an Advil bottle. Uh, he can't even get it with the letter opener. What oh, this did he is do to sad. This? This is sad, Harlan. Mine wasn't. Mine was taped up better than all of oh, yours. Oh my mm-hmm. god! Mm-hmm. I'm he's tired. Not, well, you know what it is? Is being a robot. He's not good at the dexterous, at the manual things. See, he, he, gave he me, can't get all his fingers he working gave me together. <laughs> oh no! That is that will get you there, dude. Yes. Look at that. Oh, I love it. Dude is yes, Harlan. Australian men look like this. Calm down. I know you're excited. You'll be pleased to know <laughs> hotels are cheaper in the winter, which drops to a cool 20 degrees Celsius, 68 degrees Fahrenheit to you. Oh, that's nice. That's that's not cool. That is. Holy shit! How many pages is this guy's a letter? Um, look at that, Harlan. I mean, I, I I get that like he's he's referring to me being a homosexual and all, but Harlan, if you like, don't hang that, that on the wall of your house, and you were doing there, a disservice here, to, this, to, like, to our biggest fan. He's trying to start something new. We don't we don't start new things here. No, I mean, like, no, he's not starting something new. He sees this about you. It's a secret we've kept for a long time, yeah, and that I mean, illusion has been made. And and I mean, me and Jason kind of helped you like play it off on me, yeah. so it didn't mm-hmm. have to mm-hmm. reflect on you. So I mean, you but... you do remember the one episode where we told the truth about how you and Bruce have been living together for like six oh, months? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that happened. So I guess both the story and the fact. I guess that would make that would make me the the pitcher in this here baseball game since I'm the visually oriented one. Yeah, anyway. I know. Alright. Uh, now, before I end this letter, I have a personal message for each of you. Mm-mm. This this could be bad. <clears throat> Jason. Damn, start with me. You are the most boisterous and comical character I've ever known. That's good. I like that. Due to your rejection of the notion that homosexuality was a choice in one of the previous episodes... I am nominating you as the official After Lodge Gay Masons advisor. May Gay Masons come to you in their time of need. I hope so. Ellipses for advice. 
I, I hope so. I think I would. I would dispense ellipses. Giggity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I would uh, dispense uh, wonderful advice to my gay brethren. You would dispense something. Anyway. Yeah. Roofies. Bruce. That's not true. Gay people don't need roofies. That's the best part about being gay. We're talking about me now. Nice work on the soundboard. Thank you. He doesn't run the soundboard. With a bit of practice, you you might actually press the right button. No. Give him a thumbs up. Okay. Thanks. Wouldn't that be thumbs down since it's Australia? Because you're like that. Okay. <laughs> when <laughs> when you come across, he got it. when you come across the equator, everything flips, even the letter. Oh, it, it just works that way. Okay. It's amazing. Right. I got it. Uh, Reverend Chaplin, I commend you for being the chaplain and spreading the words of love and brotherly fraternity. Also, congratulations for discovering Red Bull. Have you tried Jaeger bombs? Oh. They are delicious. Do not ever. That is the worst idea no, ever. Please jump horrible. to page four. Oh. Great. So there's instructions now. <clears throat> Bob, the mm. subtext of you your listening? the subtext of your silence speaks volumes. Man. And I'll bet that one word from you could one word from you could recite the sun. Oh, the sonnets of William Shakespeare, or it could be like opening Pandora's box. Sadly, sadly, we listeners may never know. Beautiful. That's kind of thankful, actually, that the listeners may never know. No, you, you don't want to hear this joysy no. stuff coming out of this guy. He starts yelling as soon as the mics go off. We might trick uh, him one day. Tears, dude. Tears. I leave hearing tears every week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and finally, Harlan. Mm, this should be good. Nice glasses. I'm kidding, of course. Why are you writing that down? <laughs> oh, come on. That's funny. That's hilarious. Oh, Harlan, you're destroying this show. Do not edit that out. <clears throat> if you edit that out, you. You. Oh. Dude sent us candy. Awesome books. Racist candy, no less. Awesome calendars. <laughs> the best kind of Right. An I bet awesome, candy's delicious. An awesome letter. Yeah. And he sees the glasses you're wearing. He's trying to help you so you don't look like such a goof. And then you got to go and tell Have him. Have you seen his face? Yeah, handsome. Handsome. Because my glasses, like the frames on my glasses are actually smaller than the lenses. I never mind. Nobody knows on. what his glasses look like, though. If you look in this area, all you see is the beard. Like that's, nothing in uh, the nose up even registers. I have to have bold glasses due to my bold beard, mm. and because all Boldest. the hipsters do it. Uh, I actually have a great respect for you as a person and a brother. Mm, I really enjoy it when you talk a little <laughs> about Yiddish. Come out in there, talk. <laughs> When you talk a little about American legislation and regulations, as I myself am a first-year law and business student oh, I'm sorry. at uh, QUT, which I assume is Queensland something. University? Queensland University. What's the T for? Transylvania. Tra- definitely Transylvania. <laughs> that makes perfect sense. We'll go Tarantula. with that. Uh, Probably Tarantula, actually. Now that you say it. I listened to After Lodge between my tort lectures and... Some of these words and tutorial helps me unwind. 
Another lawyer. Mm. I'm all right with okay. this one. I take back the stuff this I said. This one's done some cool stuff. And this one's awesome. Well, He's not a full lawyer yet. He hasn't been turned to the dark side yet. That's what it is. He's still got that humanity left. Yep. That's it, brothers. I look forward to listening to your podcast every Tuesday. Yours fraternally, brother... Should, I guess he wanted his name read, or he does say, he not? I don't know where he wants his last name. He's Wayne from Australia. Is what Brother I'm Wayne. Go ahead and say it, and DJ then message him or something. And Greenlee from Australia. P.S. Now you may open the final envelope. If you don't like any of the other gifts, I hope you'll like this one. All right, all right. And then there is a wax seal done in true wax fashion. Somebody I used their Masonic that. ring Fancy. for its intended purpose. It says open last brothers. Okay, Bruce, go on. And on you missed this, Bruce. Someone used their ring for its intended purpose. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's that's awesome. All right, this is a thin. I seal my letters like that. I don't know what's in here. Gripe because it makes the envelope sticky. You need to open it gently. You make envelopes sticky in other ways, aren't you? Inside this envelope, there is a hundred dollars cash. Shit! What the. F- that's too much. We can't. Is that $100 cash? That is $100 yeah. cash, gentlemen. I, I knew that, that before you opened the envelope. I could hear it in the rattle. <laughs> I can read it in the thing? No, it's not in the thing. Actually, it was just a wild guess that happened to be spot on. Like, that was actually a joke. <laughs> what? Who would guess that? Because I'm like, who? Well, it was a joke. Like, who would be ridiculous enough to send... Is this Australian currency? And then no, on the back, that's... it says, have a drink on me with that weird, creepy, smiley face. Thing. That is more than a drink. This that is a hundred U.S. dollars, drinks. gentlemen. That is that is enough to get us all plastered. Okay, well, that's jail time we, we for have us. a charge from our Australian we, brother. We have to go and, and, and to go float on ice. Toe up. Yes, float on ice. I think that's what it was. Wow. Uh, Wayne, uh, that's... Entirely too generous. Now I, now I have to write a handwritten thank you note. All of this stuff uh, you you sent us was awesome, and then yeah. you gave us money. I don't, uh, Harlan, um, that'll pay for our hosting bill. I'll take it. Okay. Um, now we, we got, we've uh, been given a mandate. We have to go float on ice with with this. Yes. He, he, he how big are the to, drinks in Australia? Do. Is my question. If that's three drinks, how big are the drinks in Australia? It's not three drinks. Costs a lot it's, more. Like a video game in Australia is like eighty bucks. Oh, it is. Well, and Aussies don't just have like two or three. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Are there yeah. drinks like like five gallon buckets with straws? And you need multiples. All right, gentlemen. I've got one more phrase from this Ooh, book. I want okay. right. to let y'all guess before we close this little bit here. Dreadful lurgy. Two different words, and I'll give you a hint. This is something Jason has a lot. Uh, Who would like to guess first? Diabetes? I don't even know where to go. Okay. Jason, would you I, like to hazard I a guess? Even, I can't even... Dreadful lurgy. Scared of the church somehow? I don't Infectious know. illness. Usually the cold or flu. That's Harlan is the one who always... I've just got it the past three weeks, but that's normally Harlan. Um, Who do you think I caught it sick from? in a while. Who do you think I caught it from? I don't know. Bruce? Mm, maybe. And how did I not get pink eye? Explain that. But the chaplain because did. Because you're the no, one you're, that farted on his glass. Did. Oh, I mean, um, I have no idea, Bruce. <clears throat> anyway, uh, Brother Wayne, uh, we greatly appreciate this. this yes, thank awesome you for all of these stuff, fantastic yeah. gifts. Um, thanks. Yes. Like, I don't even like know how to properly say thanks in Australian. I didn't see it in the phrase book, but... This stuff was flat awesome. You're all right, mate. Now Harlan's really 
feeling bad that he talked bad about a fellow fellow, fellow lawyer who uh, is this awesome. Mm. Well, to be no. fair, he did do the awesome insult on Harlan. That's that was good. It was pretty good. That was good. Yeah. So let's go on with the board and actually cover some yeah, of the Sonic uh, hold stuff. Hold on. How how far are Harlan has the show not taken his eyes that, uh, off the money. Have you noticed this? He hasn't looked at anything other than somebody the money. needs He's, to pocket that. Otherwise, we will never see it directly again. at the money. I noticed that Bob has moved two chairs closer to us. He has. That is that is making him very excited. <laughs> Darn vultures. Also, it looks like he's smuggling never mind, bananas. Chicos? Chicos. He's smuggling <laughs> Chicos. Yeah, so we can take those out to the to the local bar and eat Make the... Make some uh, friends. Eat the, if yeah. you had had these in that bar at Disney... Yeah. Ha! Yeah. The Australian guy would be like, that's why I'm cranky. I haven't Chico's. had a Chico in like a week. Right. Uh, and, my, and my kangaroo square and compass pen... Right. You'd have been fighting with you'd been fighting on the winning side of that team. As long as that's not actually a wallaby. You know, yeah, I right. would have had a justifiable excuse to swing at some Jersey boys. That's well, right, Bob. One always, of these days. It's always justifiable to swing in the Jersey. One board. of these days. So you know Bob's one of them, right? Like we've we've yeah, covered I know. this. Yeah, okay. I know. Well, I was I was pointing that out for the audience. I know we've said that before. I'm just and reiterating. He looks surprisingly like Chris Christie. You know he does. It's uncanny. He does. That is that is terrifying. Uh yeah, so we have other things on the whiteboard. The gang returns uh for the sixty ninth whiteboard. Isn't it just the gang returns for sixty nine? You're right. The gang returns for I forgot what I made up earlier. So bad drivers <laughs> and Masonic emblems. Um this is a conversation about, you know, do you put a square and compass on your car? Do you drive like an ass? And we've covered that before. Mm-hmm. But somebody brought up something I thought was kind of interesting. He said, uh, yeah, I don't wear, uh, you know, square and compasses and stuff on my bad, ill-fitting suit. Mm-hmm. And it kind of became this whole thing, like, you don't put a square and compass on a junker. You don't put a square and compass on a bad suit, so on and so forth. I disagree. It's, no. If you mm-hmm. want emblems, I don't I don't put emblems on my car because I drive like a... Like a milkman? Well, I yeah. drive... I, well, I drive like a 16-year-old don't buy his own car or tires. Um, so, As it turns out, I don't know, there's a joke in there somewhere about Amy buying your tires, yeah. but yeah, I, I lost it. I'm she very buys, tired. She buys me a different kind of tires. Um, so what do you think about, like, don't put your square and compass on a rusted out junker? You remember my Corolla. That was a rusted out junker. <laughs> that was... I had my nice Passmaster sticky emblem on the back you of it. You had more than that. I believe that car was held together by those emblems. I believe if you would have removed one no, of those emblems. No, there was just the Scottish Rite one that held the trunk closed. Yeah, that's what it was, yeah. But those are the only two I had. I had my Passmaster's emblem and I had the Scottish Rite eagle. That was well, it. You're confusing me yeah. for someone else. Yeah, so. I mean, and the giant square and compass Where I had painted on the hood. Where did you get that beer from so fast? But, uh. Don't worry about that money, gentlemen. Where's the money? I've taken care of it. It's a Foster's, a, too. I bought a $100 beer. I keep saying Foster's because apparently Australia like hate how it Foster's. Is. Oh, so. okay. Well, it's kind of like how... I mean, doesn't that apply to most local things? People who actually live wherever something's it's crap, made. crap, yeah. Bruce. Like that thing. Yeah. Jason said that I disrespected the craft <laughs> by having Masonic regalia on my old beat-up Corolla. What? Are you saying that just because it was a... 
like a piece of crap car. Or yeah, that was the that was the comment that that kind of caught my attention, and I don't remember who said it. That like, you know, they don't wear square and compass pins on their poor, ill-fitting, thrown-together suit. Mm. You know, because they think it reflects bad on their craft, and then it kind of extended out into this whole, would you put it on, like, a junker car? Would you put a square and compass on, like, a rusted out Oh, hell yeah. If it's the only POS. car I had, why? I mean, you know, it's my car. I agree. It's what I've got. I, I, um, I, this all recalls to me sometimes circa 2008 when, like, the media blaze was about why the president wouldn't wear the right lapel pen like everyone else. Yeah. Why are we arguing about what you should and shouldn't wear as a lapel pin? Uh, well, the reason know. we're arguing about this is is we have an, at least an hour show to do every week. The, and yeah, we were like well over an the hour. The reason I don't put anything, <laughs> and I'm I'm guessing you may have already covered this while I was gone. The reason I don't put any Masonic stuff on my car is because drive like an asshole. Yes, that's what or I. Or a milkman. It's a milkman thing. I you drive all do like it. Somebody who has this car. Yeah, that's the same reason for me because yeah. I want to drive like a 16 year old doesn't buy his own tires or cars. Right, and it's not like I wouldn't have that on my car, but I don't want to, you know, I don't want to give us a bad name. Yeah, because I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna make people angry. I when have I enough of a job giving myself a bad name. When I float by you in the fast lane doing 105 <laughs> right. miles an hour, and you're like, "Look at that crazy son!" And then he sees the Masonic, or, or, or when you're driving a foot off his bumper. I don't do that as much. People or when you mm-hmm. cut off that guy with the KOC emblem on his car. I do that and, intentionally. And, and, yeah, except if you've got the regalia, like my special license plate, then he knows. Then he knows. Well, that's a good point. I wish I had like a button I could hit that Tie. would just like flip it up <laughs> and flip it back down. So I can decide whether I want it to be... Uh, <laughs> so when the blue lights come on in his rearview mirror, he can flip it over. Down, right. <laughs> And, like, I knew a tent guy comes down on all of his windows with a square and compass everywhere. And- I knew a guy, and this isn't a joke. This, I mean, like I knew him. We weren't friends, but I knew him, and uh, he uh, he was ingenuitous and a meth head. And ingenious. Usually they are ingenuitous. Like he was inventive. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he could work on anything, take anything apart, put it back together. Okay. And then you combine that with the fact that he was on a lot of meth. Mm-hmm. Um, you get some crazy ideas. Superman. Like he's like, well, he's making like like ray guns out of like microwave parts. And he's stuff. like MacGyver squared. Yeah, uh, and doing it all night long because he doesn't have sleep. Right, and it's just the craziest ideas, hmm. stuff you'd never use. So uh, he decides he's going to go to Alabama and buy meth. So he drives to Alabama to buy meth, and now he's worried about on the way back having this meth uh, in the car. So he fixes, and he bought like a lot. He brought it up here to sell, keep some of it, sell it, and make his money back. Basically, okay. was the deal. And on the way back, and when you say a lot, uh, I, I don't know what a lot of meth is. I, neither do I. I really don't like know the pound, amount he had. I'm thinking, pounds. I'm thinking around a pound. Okay, that didn't seem like that guess. much to me. But I don't well, yeah, but meth's really expensive. Okay, a small quantity, a lot of money. Right. Um. So he rigs up those model rockets. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, he rigs up two model rockets, the biggest engines they make for those model rockets, mm-hmm. in his trunk, and it's tied to the meth. And when he presses the cigarette lighter in the car, it completes the circuit on those rocket engines. Okay, and also pops the trunk at the same time, stands the rockets up, the rockets launch, and the meth's gone. Gone. 
It's in the sky. It's it's just it it once it goes about two feet past his car, it doesn't exist anymore. I guess because okay. he didn't think that well, yeah, the rockets no. don't go into the plane space. Is oh yeah, no, that that meth will end up on the moon, Jason. I mean, it, it goes for a while, <laughs> and then it falls back to Earth mm-hmm. due to gravity. Like the rockets quit, the meth. See, so, his problem was the rockets weren't on meth. So he gets pulled over for driving erratically. The cop's still in his car. He hits the button. He hits the panic button. <laughs> Trunk pops open. Rockets fire. Oh, as yeah. planned. Here we go. Straight to the moon. Now, first of all, Pal. if I'm a cop and I'm pulling you over and your truck pops open and two rockets come out of it, I'm just opening fire. Yep. I, I, at this point, you're shooting RPGs. Guns already at out. Me. You're dead. <laughs> but this cop, apparently used to dealing with uh, inventive meth heads, gets out of his car, watches the rockets. Wait a minute. Hold on. So the cop's still in his car in his behind car. the guy? Hasn't even walked oh, up to the door come yet. Come on. He panics. Like he flat panicked. Blew the whole plan. Blew the whole plan. Like, he probably could have got out. Like, he was just, he could yeah. have been like, I'm tired. I'm on a right. cross-country drive. I'm tired. Yeah. Sorry. I'll, I'll pull over up no next to town and take trunk. a nap. You wait till they say, we're going to search your car. And then you right. hit the cigarette lighter. Right. No, he just dumped right away. He's like Han Solo with Jabba Spice. It's it's horrible. Um. So okay, so cops in his car. Rockets fire. <laughs> meth disappears into space. Gone. Nope. As far as the guy knows. That's what he thinks is happening. So the cop gets out of the car. Cop gets out of the car. He's watching the rockets go up. Watches the rockets come down about 25 feet from where the car was parked. Mm-hmm. Walks over, picks Just up like the mess. Walks over there and points and walks picks up to the it. Mess, walks back, locks these two guys up for five years in the federal penitentiary. Nice. Just thought I'm it was. Surprised a- they didn't get more than that. Yeah, it's I mean, five years, doesn't yeah. that count? I mean, isn't that like trying to hide whatever? I'm sure, the- it's a projectile weapon. The, so uh, there's that whole added charge. Well, he got off on that because no, 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 no. He got off on that. That was tampering with evidence. He got a tampering with evidence charge. Uh, But he got off on that because he had engineered this so well that unless you were standing like above the rockets, looking directly at the rockets, it wouldn't hit you because the trunk pulled up out of the way, and there was a mechanism tied to the trunk that would stand the rockets up. So they would launch. Kind of like uh, in Breaking Bad, the last episode of Breaking Bad. Kind of. It was like that. Gun. It was like, but now imagine Walter White is also on meth. It would not have worked as well. (laughs) Right. If he was using his own product, he would have probably just wound up in prison. I kind of want to do this, not for the meth, but just because it sounds awesome to have rockets in your trunk. trunk? I mean, it's a good thing he got a good cop. Because I'm telling you right now, if I'd been that cop, I see, you know. What you're trying to say is it's a good thing he wasn't black is what you were saying. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. If I pull you over for something and your trunk pops open. And rockets shoot out? And rockets shoot out? You're probably catching a bullet. I'm opening fire. Mm-hmm. That whole car is going to just get shot up. Because as far as I'm concerned, you just shot an RPG at me. I don't know what's on the end of that. It could be an actual warhead. I don't know. Well. <laughs> imagine, imagine this poor cop just pulling some dude over because he's weaving. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, rockets are launching out of the trunk. You think you just pulled over James yeah, Bond. But he's a cop in Alabama, so... He's used to it, that's what you're saying. He's seen it all. Yeah. It's just a Tuesday down there. <laughs> so the worst yeah. master of this here particular lodge, which we're going to speak on, is being disrespectful to the lodge. Yeah, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking this is the same topic we've covered before, where he's being a dictator in his lodge, yelling at people, so on and so forth. No, 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 no. That's not what's happening. The lodge is scheduling, like, fundraisers and such, mm-hmm. and he's counseling them. Just saying, nope, we're not doing that. Like, after it's scheduled, it's supposed to happen. He's saying, nope, uh-uh, no. So much so that the gentleman who submitted this to Reddit is thinking about leaving lunch. Problem is, he's a senior steward. Here's the thing with these inquiries. 
about the master of your lodge. I, I go through this when I'm when I'm counseling brothers from other lodges in my role as Grand Lodge Oompa Loompa. Your lodge elected this guy. Mm-hmm. You put him in the chair. Yeah. When you put him in the chair, you vested him with the authority to be an asshole if he so chooses. Uh-huh. There's really nothing you can do about it till he's gone. Yep. Counsel yourselves that it was your own fault and don't do it again. Yep. Hmm. Also, you being senior deacon or senior uh, steward, you're in the line. Look what he's doing and say, I don't want to be that guy when I get there. So learn those lessons now. So when you get there, you're better than the past four in some ways. Because here's the thing. Like, if you go around griping about the master and, and underhandedly going around him and, and basically trying to do something to make what he wants to happen not happen, that's going to come back to bite you. It sounds like he doesn't, this master doesn't want anything to happen, though. Well, I know, but you're you're setting the precedent that the master's not the benevolent dictator or just the dictator that, that he's supposed to be in his lodge. And that's all well and good till you know, it comes around you. to you or to somebody who's really trying to do something that might be a good idea. And you've set the precedent that, you know, the master's not really the master. We deal with this around here. I wash landscaper Josh's car like every Sunday. I know we created this. We put him in the chair. I'm not happy about it. He but I schlep over there the every Sunday. It's anyway. not fair to say. <clears throat> there have been plenty it. of occurrences where the guy who, when he was masters, changed that yes. year. For example, three masters ago for us. I agree. Yeah, I, how, how I know you what you're saying. Say that's our fault for putting him in the chair. But there that's were warning not, signs we should have paid attention to. But the other thing. Not enough to stop him from that chair. But here's Agreed, the other thing. Because we didn't know those were the warning signs. Now, right. if everybody's lining up saying. on those same warning signs, uh, we've seen according it. According we to Harlan, we're supposed to take the blame for that. We don't take the blame we for it, but take, we got to live through it. No, we did take yeah, the blame for that. Living through it's what I'm We took the blame for it, and we did live through it. He was the master, and we did a whole lot of bitching. After Lodge, mm-hmm. but we still did what he said we were going to do. Yeah, well, I'm fine with that. But like, were, we didn't you, like it. You were saying we it did was it. our fault. It yeah, was. Yeah, but here's the thing. It was. The whole the whole situation with that guy was our fault. And and now that we know these warning signs, if somebody else comes in here and exhibits the exact same warning signs, that dude ain't going to the east. Okay. What I'm getting at is the integrity of our system is more important than than the year to year issues that crop up with individuals. There was a real good hack joke in those comments too that said uh, this dude's wife's getting on to him. She's like, "You go to lodge, you can do everything the worship master says. No matter what he says, you do it. He's your dictator. You follow every word he says. But here at home, you won't lift a finger when I tell you to." And he said, "If I got to vote you out once a year, I might listen to you a little bit more." Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. makes sense to me. Yeah, I mean, this is this is how we agreed to operate our lodges. So, uh, and we did it that year. Like, I, I'm saying this from a point of sympathy, not a point of of like lecturing. Well, I guess I am lecturing, but well, kind of what we do here. Like, we've been there, is what I'm saying. We've we've done this. We we've had the guy. It, it wasn't this situation specifically, but we've lived through the master very recently. That just everybody slapped themselves for an entire year for ever letting this guy do it. But it didn't matter because at that point, he was the master of our lodge, and that's like it's kind of like how the whole president of the U.S. thing's supposed to work. It doesn't yeah. so much anymore. But the idea used to be you don't have to like the guy, 
But he's your president. He's still the boss. Like he's he's your guy. He's the face of your lodge. Didn't vote so, for him. Still your president. Yeah. It's a hard attitude to adopt sometimes, but our system breaks down when a lodge doesn't function that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, it can function in other ways, but then it's it's not it's not our system. It's not how we do things. Now, at the beginning of next year, when he is no longer the worstful master, mm-hmm. and he's still trying because he's been used to having this control all year, this is really when you can just kind of, I don't know, get some even twist the knife yeah because yeah. whenever he's starting to exercise that control that he no longer has mm-hmm. is when you can smack his ass back down elect him as tyler we do that around here a lot yeah that's a good plan for the junior pass masters go right outside the door so we ain't got to listen to your bs yeah. a lot of our lodge doesn't really do that but a lot of lodges around here do that's like the the destination for the junior pass master is the tyler's chair yeah that's a good plan i, I mean i see the merits of it I would do that here, but that's not the tradition, and it's hard to start new things here. But well, it's because it's not a tradition at that point. Yeah, but it's a good idea. It would have made a lot of our lives easier, like mine. Yeah, I would love to have went out there after. Yeah, because I mean, because then you still like even when you're out of the chair, you still feel somehow responsible for the happenings. Because like you're having the, to jump in because it's yeah, stuff you started under your reign. And, this guy's fresh, fresh in the chair. He doesn't know what he's doing, and you want to help him out, but you end up like overstepping in the process of doing yeah. that. And and it's more helpful for the new guy. It's more helpful for you as the junior pass master. It's better for the lodge. It just just go just, outside the door for a year, cool yeah, off. This way, you're not still baby burdening him. You're just kicking him out of the nest. Yeah. And then you come back in the next year, and then you're done with the whole thinking you're in charge of anything thing, and it's a nice way of cycling out masters. All right. Um, hmm. There was one on here I was going to... Okay. Um, there's one on here that I had sent that's not on here. Um, anyway, so it's worse for masters coming to the Grand Lodge of Reddit for advice. Uh, one of his brothers in his lodge recently come out as gay and uh, a couple of the older brothers expressed uh, disdain for it but said, uh, you know, whatever. I'm, it, I'm not going to say anything else about it. I don't like it, but it's whatever. And then shut up. And plan to keep their mouth shut about it from here on forth. And he's super worried about it. Because he's thinking these old guys might cause problems. And I'm thinking this dude isn't seeing how lucky he is that these old dudes are willing to not raise a stink about this gay guy. That they're just like, I don't like it. I don't understand it. But whatever. The fact that they're removing themselves from the situation, to me, is a super blessing. That's just like the best. Like, they're not going to get it. They're old people. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, if they're willing to put that aside, uh, instead of saying, I'm worried about this, you should say, when better than expected. Okay, Harlan, good. good I talk. mean, you said everything that was there to say <laughs> about that. What else am I going to add? Good on you, old guys. That's the approach I would have taken as a crotchety old man. What do you mean as a crowd? I mean, that's what you are. I know. And that's what I would do. I mean, 
Good talk, gentlemen. Um, <laughs> Harlan, would you vote yes, to sir. accept a guy who you don't think would show up to lodge? Do it all the time. Okay. About two out of every three guys we raise here I, I voted for, and I don't expect them to show back up to lodge. Yeah, but that's playing the odds. Mm-hmm. That's not like you really don't think this guy's ever going to show up to lodge after receiving his email. What if you like were truly, truly like willing to bet some serious money on the fact that after this dude's raised, you're never going to see him again? Do you still want him in your lodge? Yeah. Harlan's all about the dues. He is all about them. No, I'm mm-hmm. all about the the making of masons. As long as he gathered some of what we're trying to teach him here, and he carries that out with him into the rest of the world, then it was worth doing. You wouldn't try to steer him out? Maybe you're not going to get that much out of it because you're not going to be here that much? Mm. No. Because I think... Becoming a Freemason is a it's an irreversible experience. It changes something in you, usually for the better. I mean, not in my case, but usually for the better. And there's always the chance that he may pick it up again later. And even if he doesn't, there's another man out there somewhere that's bound to the craft by indissoluble chains of... Does he know, remember those? Love. Five years from now, does he remember those chains? doesn't does matter remember if he remembers them or not. He's still bound by them. Well, yeah, it matters if he remembers them. Hmm. I mean, everybody that leaves here has the gist of it. Like, you don't forget... You forget the catechism. You don't forget the things that you're obligated to do. I think you're wrong. I think if you walked up to a dude that hasn't stepped foot in this place in 15 years, was it four or five meetings 15 years ago... And say, I'm a brother Mason, what do you owe me? What do I owe you? I don't believe he's going to be able to name four or five things. Hmm. Do you? Really? That's an interesting way of, of phrasing it, what do you owe me? But what no, you, I, no I, I, I do. That's, what, that's, all those, that's all those obligations are. It's what I owe you and what you owe me. Hmm. I'm not going to banter over, over the wording on that, but I, I, think, I think he would. I also have this problem that's been a problem my entire life of expecting too much from people. Yeah. And so everyone's always letting me down because my standards are too high. But, no, I, I think Especially they would. Especially in the bedroom. I think they would. I mean, he wouldn't do a princess. Because of her bloodline. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I also disagree with your statement that Freemasonry changes everybody. I think it changed you. I think it changed me. I think it changed Bruce. I think it changes people who you see a few times. I think the vast majority who never come back don't really get changed, and that may be part of the reason why they don't come back. Yeah, but for you to make it through all of the degrees, I mean, you're here for a little while. Mm. It's not like you came to two meetings and you're a master mason. We send you on your way. Some This isn't Ohio. Some jurisdictions, you're not, you know, you're not, come into regular meetings except for your initiation, your fellow craft, and your master yeah. mason. So you're yeah. with one guy. Yeah, and that that's fair. But you're you asked would I do it and the only way I can frame that is within the context of, of my lodge and I know how this place works. We don't get guys that come through here and end up getting raised that 
haven't been interacting with the majority of, of the core membership of this lodge for True. months. It just doesn't happen. And so somehow in the course of that, like it, it was still a worthwhile thing to do, even if after they take their degree, they never come back. We have a painter that's a member of this lodge that I talk to on occasion who just hasn't been back. I still think it was a worthwhile thing to put him through the degrees. I agree. I think it's, but he's just busy. It, it's right. not that he just doesn't come back just because he doesn't want to. He's, he's but just we, busy. And when he is off on Saturday, he's like, no, I'm going to bed. We knew he wasn't going to. Yeah. What you're talking about is the kind of guy that just doesn't care. So he's just not going to show up because he doesn't care anything about it. Mm-hmm. The number of those individuals that make it through the degrees is, is slim, at least here. That's true. And, and you know, in this discussion, of course, you know, evolved in, uh, you know, the guys joining just to join the shrine. And, you know, you're never going to see it again. So when we've covered that so much. Meaning you're in agreement on that. Let them come in. They're going to pay the dues. Go we have. See you later. And even that, though, one of the finest men that's ever held a card in this lodge <laughs> joined for that purpose and told us as much in his investigating. Yeah, and committee. there's always the chance that they're going to stick yeah. around, that they may like what they find here, mm-hmm. um, which is fine. That happened to a couple guys. Uh, but our mostly, former senior deacon that left for another lodge for convenience purposes was like that too. But I mean, we all know the guys who you've seen three times mm-hmm. in a lodge meeting and then you never see them again. Yeah. Uh, but I wouldn't hold them up for that reason. Not not here. If we were somewhere else where it was possible to do what you described, I might feel differently. But here at our lodge, it just it it's uncommon and unlikely for that that to happen. I I couldn't hold them up because who knows if they're going to be the guy? Is my thing. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want them here if they're just going to come for the three degrees and split. Right. But you don't know that he's. I mean, more than likely, I can think this guy's not going to do it. All bets are on this guy. You know, doing three and out, mm-hmm. but. Maybe I mean won't. the way I see that's, it is even if you don't think he is yeah uh, that's not a good enough reason to me yeah like a better example Unless it's he, on its own I mean he would have to come out and say look I'm gonna come here for these three degrees and then I'm out <laughs> a better example is his uh, brother squared when he joined I had the full and complete expectation that after he was raised we'd never see him in this lodge again he's here all the time not only is he here all the time he's our senior deacon he's yeah. One of the He's board leaders in our social club and single yeah. people here. Yeah. yeah. And so I was completely wrong about that. We were wrong a lot about a lot. No, it just turns out I didn't know my brother as well as I thought. But yeah, I can believe I'm that glad too. he's here. So, following on now, there was another post this week about the length of time between the degree work. What is the ideal length of time between the degree work? One year. Is what he's going to say. That's what he leaned up to say. I beat him to it. He's going to say one year. No, but thanks. Six nice months. try. Six months. I'm down with the year. One lunar month. Mm, that's because of what, that's what he did. I disagree. No, 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 no. It's because you said one year. He was going to say one year until you said it. No, I, I think, I don't think there's a set time other than, I think, I think three months. Would be a mandatory. Well, but if it takes you a year, it takes you a year. Also, don't forget to include the time between petition and coming in. I think that should be way faster than what it is. Because the guy on who made the post was a year. Yeah, between the time he I think that and the time is, he came in, and then a year between I each don't. of the degrees. An interesting system I've seen is <clears throat> is that it's three months all the way across. 
So it's three months from the time you turn in your petition, three months before your fellow craft, three months before your Master Mason degree. Isn't that what I just said? Yeah. Well, you said three months. But the way that breaks down <laughs> is that you end up with, with one you year. You say it like he said it, though. One year from petition to raising. I can see that. But I feel like if you're not learning what you're supposed to learn in that three months, that you can get held up. I don't believe that you have to get it done in the three months. I think it's more important that you spend the amount of time in between the degrees that you need to spend in between the degrees before you progress to the next one. Yeah. I think you need to know that EA degree before you take your fellowcraft. You need to know that fellowcraft degree before you take your MM. Mm -hmm. Personally, I think you ought to have to learn your MM before you go to another body. Ooh. That one's interesting. I like that. That's a tangent we haven't gone down before. I mean, really know your MM degree. We've talked about the Master Mason's catechism before you can become an officer of your mm -hmm. lodge. We've never discussed it in the context of a pendant body. I'm not even concerned well, about the catechism. That's a good one. I'm not even, I mean, like, I would like it if it, it was a catechism. Sense to me. But what if it's not the catechism? What if it's just, like, a test? Hey, what'd you do? Like, I mean, seriously, like, just to go well, to the appendant body. Oh, no, I it's, can't say that. Like, you don't, like, what, what does this mean? Why did you do that? And right. you can just answer however you, you know, like, plain English. Yeah. Just, just so that I know before you go somewhere else that you got what you were supposed to get here, and if yeah. you didn't, that's fine. No, I like this. Where I like were this you a when lot. this happened? Why did this happen? Yeah. What is what is that represent? What happened? Yeah. Once per once per season during the year, Jason comes up with a with a pretty rock solid idea about something, and this this would be that for the spring. And if you're and if you're in a big hurry to get to the shrine, that's fine. You can get it done in like. A couple weeks if you want. Like, there's no time limit on that. <laughs> For the record, Harlan just put out his Men of Australia calendar, and he's marking down the date of my good ideal. He's looking at February. Oh, he's yeah. looking at Mr. February. No, it's Mr. March. Oh. March is like doing push-ups, dude. Yeah, man, he's just showing off. Look thing. at that. Look at that. Dude has got some that arms on him. Crocodile body. Crocodile body? That's not a compliment, I don't think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, seriously. Can, uh, Harlan, can we put down the calendar? I know you were going to mark something down, but you got distracted. I did. There's a lot of surfboards in that calendar. It's Australia. Yeah. It's that or desert. I keep looking for Patrick Swayze Sorry. for Point should, Break should, to be I on the next be, page. Uh, insulting Australia on this episode. Well, all these dudes got to have like massive pecs and abs and whatnot. Their muscles are large. I mean, why? It's the point of the calendar. No. Wayne said that everybody in Australia looks like that. I tell you what, if everybody yeah, in Australia no, looks models. like those that's women, just twelve random dudes. If everybody in Australia looks like them women in my calendar, I'm moving, son. Going? I'm gonna take that so book is, with me. So is Harlan. So I can understand what's calendar. being said. Yes. All right. Well, uh, we'll get that traveling degree team for Queensland. So I, I understand you're still confused here, but uh, so I take it you like my idea of having that's, to pass some sort of proficiency. That's what I said. There. Yes. Don't make me repeat it. I'll regret it. Of course, it'll never happen. No, no, it can never happen. No. That's not as long as the entire Grand Line is is no prominent figures in those appendant bodies. Yeah, no, no, can't happen. All right, so let's go to uh, what old traditions of Freemasonry that are just like traditions. They're not like landmarks or anything like that. Do you hold to? Is there any? 
Do you make a guy ask you three times before you give him any information on Freemasonry? No. Mm. Hell, I don't even really make him ask once. If he just like starts the question before he's finished saying the question, I'm like, all right, here's the deal. <laughs> Jason's already got his petition filled out. Just just sign here. Give me give me the money. It's more accurate than you realize. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> you just get out the word free. Yeah. And then I'm like, yeah. he's like, no, no, no. I was talking about a buy one, get one free sale, but that's cool. I buy one, get one what? Jason's free. like, just sign here. You don't understand the second part of that, do you? You said buy one. Get one. And then you get one. For free. No money. For free. You don't have to go in the back alley. You so have you, to pay regular so you buy price one, for the first one, though, which he, he full doesn't. Price you for buy one, one and then you get one for what? Free. No cost. Free. Like, we just give it to you. Like, you, you bought, okay, you bought this, and now here's this that I'm just going to give to you. For nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all. Can we move on? It's called BOGO. All right. Anyway. Fa. BOGO fa. You left out the F. What did you say about my mom? Wouldn't it, wouldn't it be just be BOGOF? Ooh. Maybe. BOGOF. Anyway, uh, this is stupid. Uh, so, yes. what old traditions do you what traditions do you hold to in Freemasonry? Uh, it's not really like I said, like landmarks, but like just your tradition. Is there any? If you see, I'm a guy trying really hard to think of one. You might ask him some questions. I couldn't think of one. I couldn't think of one. I actually do. Like if I see a ring, I'm not like da 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 da. I'm usually like, hey, cool ring. It's not really a tradition. It's just. And then I just well, see yeah, what he says. Guys do the, you know, the specific questions. Yeah, and I'll answer them or whatever. But I'm not gonna. Well, I'll counts. answer them, but I'm not gonna. Like, if I see a dude and start talking to him about his ring, I want to know what lodge he belongs to. I'm like, hey, what lodge you go to? I'm I'm talking about more just the testing questions, like you know, where where where'd you get that ring or something like that. I, I'll just be honest, with you, I don't test people anymore. Like, it was cool when well, I no, learned I'm how to do it. I'm just saying that's a thing. I don't no, do it no, either. It, but but and I'll answer your questions. Right. But right. But I don't, it's not really a tradition I hold to because. No. What are you going to lie to me? Silly, like, right? if I ask you what lodge you belong to, and you're like, uh, 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 then I'm like, okay. Right. Yeah, I'm like, you know what lodge you belong to. That one on the corner of something and something. Or if you say, I'm a member of IFAM, I'm, I'm just running. <laughs> <laughs> That's me running away. With the Scooby-Doo, like the foots are like yeah. slipping. Yeah. And like the cloud of dust. The funny, <laughs> the funny head turn sideways while you do it. Yeah. 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 All right. No, I can't. That's I it. can't think of a single one. That's why I wanted to bring it up. So I thought maybe you guys had one that you kind of stuck to. I mean, there's traditions of this law. I, I'm having there's trouble categorizing like what what those would even be to decide if I hold any of them. Because you said not landmarks or requirements, and so I, I'm struggling to think of what those things would even be. What was the third example in the question? The guy gave three examples. Mm, I don't remember. I don't remember either. Um, I mean, there was, there's like the, some people have the tradition of like, whenever a new brother comes to your lodge, you give them a pin. If it's the first time they've been there, a pin for your lodge. Like, I would consider that like a tradition of Freemasonry that's not really a landmark or requirement. We do that here, but then we do that as a lodge. Um, I don't, I don't know. I can't really think of any Masonic type traditions. That I hold to. It's why I wanted to know. I mean, there's a lot of them I hold to, but none of them 
fall into this this category that you've described. All right. In what way could we streamline the petition process, change it, make it better for the good? Towson uh, requested a personality test is what he wanted to weed out. Crazy bad idea. Uh, no one will pass. Yeah, he said everybody laughed at him. Yeah. That that wasn't going to happen. Uh, the Briggs-Myers, I believe, is what he suggested. Uh, I mean... What's wrong with it? Like, if it ain't know. broke, why are we trying to fix it? I think I think it can be broke, though. I think there's some brokenness to it. For one, around here especially, if somebody's petitioning, we think they're going to go to blackball, we, we tell them. Like, we're, hey... You may not make it. You may make it. We don't know. But you can't petition another lodge for a year if you'd like to withdraw your petition. Try again somewhere else or try later. You can petition somewhere else right away here as long as you don't get blackballed. That's what I'm saying. That's why we tell them before the actual vote if that's probably going to happen. Some people believe that's unfair to the other place if he's going to get blackballed for a valid reason, likely. um, That... You know, you're not mourning that other lodge sufficiently. Sufficiently, but I, I think once you put that that black ball on somebody's record, and when they say when they go to another lodge five years from now that you were blackballed from this lodge over here, whether or not it was a valid black ball, I think that guy's still going to get blackballed because they're going to be like, well, we didn't find anything, but what did they find that we didn't find? So we're going to go ahead and blackball him. You know what I'm saying? I do. That's just the investigating committee doing its job, though. The fact that someone's been rejected from another lodge is important, but it's not determinative. Like, But that's on the petition we read here whenever he applies. Yeah. So every man in the lodge knows that he's been blackballed somewhere. Yeah. And, but, I, you know, I think some people are going to, you know, well, I'm going to have to drop one, too, even if the investigating committee comes back favorable. I don't think anybody would do that. For instance, we have, a, we have a guy who comes to our lodge all the time. He lives right here in this neighborhood, but he's a member of a lodge across town because when he petitioned here, he was running for city council against some people that were already here (coughs) and got blackballed out. So he went to this other lodge where he's been for 30 years or whatever, and and they, of course, dug rather deeply into that. Like, why did you get blackballed somewhere else? But then once they found out, it wasn't a problem. That's true if it's a valid blackball. Like, if it's... It's it's incumbent upon what other other lodge you petition to look into that. I agree, but here's my thing: is what if that black ball is just like random? I don't like the way this guy looks. Uh, he looks like a Jersey douchebag to me, so I'm dropping That's this. Part key. of the research, though, if the investigating committee at the other lodge reported favorable and they can't think of any reason he got blackballed, then and and then the second lodge can't find any reason. But here's my thing: like. There are guys I know stuff on mm-hmm. who I would never tell anyone else. But if they were to come in this lodge, I'm dropping a cube without warning. Mm-hmm. For the simple fact that I can't tell you why I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it. And we, we, there are avenues to deal with that, but I feel like they crossed the line for what we should be talking about on a public radio show. So Probably. Uh, but there, there are ways to deal with those situations. I'm mostly talking about he goes to another lodge five years from now. Mm-hmm. And because I dropped that cube in this lodge five years ago, they know he's been blackballed somewhere for something. I know something on him I'm not going to ever tell on him. 
but I know he doesn't need to be here. That investigating committee is digging. Of course, I'm not going to give that investigating committee a call. I'll be like, here's why I did it, boss. But I still don't think he should be a member of the fraternity. Uh, See what I'm saying? Like, they I, can't find a reason. I do, but I... But I, I have a reason, but I can't share said reason. Back to the question at hand, I don't know that there's anything you can do about that. Like, like there's nothing we could change in the petition process to fix that. That's true. Uh, I guess. kind of a... I mean, I'm necessary just, evil. Hmm? I mean, I'm just tangent. I mean, where I'm going with what I said initially was I, I don't know what can be done to make it better. Like, it it kind of works well as well as it can the way it is. And this is from Tiki, whose lodge is going through a bit of an expansion right now. And he's saying one of the problems they got is they're getting, you know, a lot of applicants are coming in. And there's being a few black balls dropped. Yeah. And he doesn't think maybe all of those are really. First of all, it probably shouldn't be getting to the black ball point, but he's he's thinking there's something off there. There's something wrong in the very nature of our fraternity and the rules on this is is we can't now go back and look at the last three guys that were blackballed and figured out why they were black. You know what I'm saying? Like we can't go digging for the blackballers. Right. Yeah, and if you wanted to change the situation, you'd have to change the rules on on how people acquire membership. Yeah, but I mean, right. that's a unique problem where, where you're having guys blackballed and you don't know why. Yeah. Well, that's something you want to change. So, A, you're not blackballing guys anymore, so you can turn the guys who are going to get blackballed away. I mean, so you can figure out what's going right. on there because a blackball is a very rare occasion in the fraternity, mm-hmm. actually. So if you, they make it to the balloting process and they get a blackball, that, that's, that's rare. So we're not talking about changing the petitioning process. We're talking about changing the rules for how admissions are handled and the rules of the ballot. Well, that's petitioning. Changing how, how admissions are handled is petitioning. That's how you are admitted, mm-hmm. is petitioning. Am I, am I wrong? I mean, I'm not a lawyer here. Well, no, because here the ballot isn't just for petitioning. We use the ballot for everything that that involves members or potential members. And the rules are the same no matter what you're doing. And that's that every man has the right to vote his conscience and nobody's allowed to inquire into it. Like, that's... You can't just change that for new guys. Otherwise, you're changing it for affiliations. You're changing it for passings and raisings. Yeah. I agree, but maybe it needs to be changed. For instance, we changed it here a couple years ago with uh, yeah, yeah, with the whole between degrees, the ability to stand up and stop someone from progressing. Because that's not all we changed here. We've changed a couple other things in the past couple of years having to yeah. do with tradition. and and so we did because we faced similar problems. Well, basically, there was a guy who like you could stand up and object to the degree, mm-hmm. and the degree couldn't go on for another lunar month. And so you had a guy that was just standing up and objecting to every degree and just keeping people from joining because he stood up and object. One man could object. Mm-hmm. That's it. No degree. Didn't have to have a valid reason. Now I think you can do it once without a valid reason. The second time you've got to have a valid reason or the worship master can overrule you. Yes. And and we made that change based on our experiences. But we didn't change the the balloting process in the course of doing that, like it, we, the rules are still the same. You vote your conscience. Well, we no changed the balloting process it. for uh, uh, reaffiliation. No, we changed it for reinstatement. That's what I meant. After non-payment of dues. Apologies. 
reaffiliation is still two thirds as it always yeah. has been. We Sorry. changed suspension of non-payment for you to get back in. It's just like you're coming in fresh. It's got to be unanimous. Yeah. Um, and we did that again for very specific reasons, though. There were guys that got suspended off the rolls who then went on to commit felonies and stuff like that, do yeah. horrible, horrible things. Maybe did not get a felony on their record, but everybody know they did it, and then come back to pay their dues and come back in, and we're like, no, 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 we don't want this guy back. No, 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 don't come back. And the rules were like he could just come back, yeah, pay the dues, and you couldn't really stop him. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, these things can be changed. I just. I don't know that they they should be in this in this case of petitioning. I don't for, see a good way. Well, membership. I, I think there's a problem if your lodges had twelve candidates this year. I mean, that's I, he didn't put down actual numbers, but I'm just saying. So you've got twelve candidates. Three of them got black balls dropped on them. That's a problem somewhere with that lodge in that process. I don't know whether it's with the lodge, with the process, or what. But if you're if you're blackballing three dudes in your lodge out of twelve, one fourth of them. Mm-hmm. There's there's something that has gone amiss somewhere. Yeah, um, that just seems like a unique problem to that lodge, and Probably. you can't. There's not really a way to fix it because you've got a guy in there that's that's probably doing it. Yeah, I mean, we've got rules here about if you threaten to harm the lodge by blackballing new candidates and then new candidates are subsequently blackballed, that's presumptive evidence that you did it maliciously and you can be in trouble for that. Even if, even if you didn't actually do it, but if you made the threat and then it happened. See, but I don't really think that's fair in some ways because you could construe that. Like say there's a guy coming in who I go to the master about and I'm like, Hey, this guy don't need to be a member here. And if he comes in here, you need to, you need to handle this before then, because if he comes in here, he's going to get a black ball. Well, I didn't say I was going to black ball. I'm just saying I, I, he's going to get a black ball. The only person I know that's going to, the only person to vote on is me. So you can say that I knew that the worship master, it's his brother-in-law or something, mm-hmm. and he really wants him in. So now he's going to press charges on me because I said he don't need to come in here. He's going to get a black ball, and then I blackball him. Well, that's not the same scenario, no, no. though. The, 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 the crime in this situation is threatening the lodge. The whole lodge, I got to point at the lodge building and be like, you! No, 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 no. you no. have to say the reason you're blackballing the guy is to harm the lodge. Well, no. In, in your case, you're blackballing the guy for the better okay. of the lodge. So that you have to state, I'm doing this to hurt you, well, brother. Well, no, you say no, that I'm going to do it, or you threaten to harm the lodge by doing this, and then candidates are subsequently blackballed. Then you don't... It's a caveat we built into our system here like 60 years ago, because I guess what that was I a problem. What if I had an alibi and I wasn't even at lodge that night? <laughs> don't think it matters. If it's you specifically, I'm pretty sure everyone because, will know. Because, and it, it doesn't have to matter, because what you did wrong under our system was here in our good state was that you did that to begin with. You did the uh, you, you assault, sh- yes. not the battery. You should not. The battery doesn't matter because you did the assault. I'm giving you a little golf clap. Can you go ahead and award him his junior lawyer degree now? I do. I, I've had this junior lawyer pen in my desk for a long time. <laughs> Give me, give me, give me. I've, I've been, give me. I've been looking. Give me. Oh, love it. I'm gonna go home, get home on my mouse ears, and put here, them in one of the ears. Here, give him one of these pins. No, I mean, have kangaroos on them. There's nothing law about this. Did you? That I'm, I'm very right. impressed. Move, move, moving, moving good. along. That's uh. Do you know how many people don't understand that that subtle distinction? And you just, I'm, I'm so, I'm so deft. happy. I am deaf for the law, Harlan. Deaf. So Gentlemen, before we close this show, I have one last phrase. Oh, well, we weren't done, but okay. 
Uh, weren't we? I mean, weren't we? No, there's one more. We were, we had a big we were, one were done saving. like an hour ago. No, we had a big one. We're saving for the end. I want to talk about that. Can we not talk about the EA's widow? We're at like two hours. Can we not? We're two hours. First time all we got people out there waiting, been waiting for twenty minutes. Have been together. I mean, we don't. That okay. may be a big thing for the next show. Okay, to, just write it down so we don't forget it. You're trying to shoot off all our ammunition no, today, and then we're gonna go to the range next week, and two we're just gonna hours. have guns with no bullets. We had too much this week. It's not we my did. Fault. We already do. It's because we've been gone okay. for so long. All right. Okay. Anyway, I hate all of you. Yeah, we hate you too, buddy. I've got one last Aussie phrase. I'm gonna read from this book. Y'all get to guess what it is, Harlan. I'm gonna give you first guess. Mm. In Australia, what is a seven course meal? Hmm. Beer. Beer's definitely one of them. I'm uh, with him. Shh. There's going to be some beer involved. I mean, I was thinking something to do with alcohol, but... Uh, <laughs> hmm. It's a pretty short answer. Like five words or something. Seven words. Something like that. It's a seven-course meal, and there's seven words. <sighs> Jason, would you like to hazard a guess? It's got to involve alcohol in some way. Gentlemen, in Australia, a seven-course meal is a six-pack of beer and a meat pie. <laughs> oh. Boom. Now, All what's right. a meat pie in Australia is my question. Is, is that a female? <laughs> Kangaroo? <laughs> All right, honey. Get, get us the hell out of here, please. Uh, I don't know if I can. This is a lot. <clears throat> Thanks for listening to episode 69. Of the After Lodge podcast. Brought to you from the smoke-filled back room of a local lodge in your hometown. This show has been brought to you by Canada Dry Tin. Same great taste, only 10 calories. You can find the show notes for this or any other episode at www.afterlodge.com. You can find us on Facebook or Twitter at After Lodge. You can email us at afterlodge at gmail.com. You can hang out with us on, on Reddit, on the Freemasonry or the After Lodge subreddits. And, of course, you can hang out with us on IRC. We're there sometimes. IRC.snoonet.org. Pound sign Freemasonry. So thanks again for listening, brothers. We'll see you next week. Later. Later. Somewhere darker. Talking sunshine. I need a partner. Well, are you out tonight? It's harder and harder to get you to listen.